Welcome to Podcast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And in this show, each week, we go to a different fast food location, try one of their menu items, talk about it, review it, give it a score. So where did we go this week? We went to Auntie Anne's Pretzels. We're headed to the mall. We're headed to the mall? Headed to the mall, to the food court. We were so inspired by Charlie's Steaks. Are Charlie's Steaks, are they only in a, Are they only in malls? I've only ever seen one, and it was at a mall, so yes. <laughs> yeah, but like McDonald's is in like a mall. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, but Auntie Anne's... That's that's up there with your Cinnabons and your Orange Juliuses. Well, as, we'll get into it. As mall staples, right? Well, yeah, yeah. to just start oh, yeah. here. To just start here. This is a mall staple. Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yes. Uh, and this week we are reviewing the pretzel nuggets from Auntie Anne's. Yes. The best option. This is your go-to. For me, yeah, this is this is this is my go-to. Now, it wasn't always like this. No? Uh, because a long time ago they had pretzel rods. And I would get those. Pretzel sticks? And they replaced... Yeah, probably. <laughs> you Whichever. know, I always... I haven't... That's crazy. Those aren't that unique, I guess. Now that I think about it. A pretzel stick? Yeah. I thought of them as rods and they were... I never mind. They replaced them with nuggets. Interesting. Well, sim- very similar things that they just chop them up. Yeah, which sucks because they won't give you the rods anymore. Yeah, but is it that different other than having a bite-sized version of it? Yeah, dude, it is. Explain. Okay, if you bite into the stick, okay, there's like a there's like a crust around the the object, the nugget. The, uh, the pretzel is fully encased in, in the crust. But the the nuggets have more surface area. When you bite into the rod, the middle of the rod is going to be softer, and there's more of it than in the nugget. Get a whole pretzel, then. Why do you get chicken tenders? For the reason you're describing. I'm saying if they got <laughs> rid of the sticks and you wanted more of the inside part, why, why don't you get a regular pretzel? Because you get more nuggets. Why don't if you, you get pretzel? Get multiple pretzels. Why don't you get a pretzel and then be, I don't want to be that guy. Why don't you get a pretzel and then unravel it? All right. And then it's your stick. That's kind of genius. What is a pretzel? Bread. Okay. <laughs> or are you like asking that in like a philosophical way? What no, is I'm, I'm a like pretzel? I'm like in the context of the show. Like, what is this? What like, is what are we, this? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Wikipedia defines pretzel as a type of oh. baked pastry <laughs> made from dough that is commonly shaped into a knot. Like a soft pretzel, it describes that? This is just the regular page for pretzel, but I think that applies to any pretzel. Is it, Are the little pretzels like a pastry? That's what this says. Or is it like a cracker? Is a cracker a dried up pastry? <sighs> we've we've done something here. You know what? 
I don't know. And I think we're just going to keep going. Thoughts? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so these are little pretzel nuggets. And they've been very well buttered. And salted. And lightly, and lightly salted. The website describes them as appearing mini, but still remaining mighty. And they really and they really are. <laughs> I am a mighty little man. Have you seen Young Sheldon? Yeah, why? Do you know the theme song to Young Sheldon? Not off the top of my head, no. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I've only seen one episode of Young Sheldon. I watched it with you. Yeah, he was like a hacker in that episode. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You more of a, a big Sheldon guy or a little Sheldon guy? Young Sheldon easily. Okay. Not not, not Jim Parsons. No. Yeah, so we we got the we got the pretzel nuggets. We also got two dipping sauces. We got their cheese dip. They describe which they describe as this is the cheese that's sure to please any pretzel or pretzel dog. Simply cheesy and delicious. And then we also got their honey mustard dip. Everything goes better with honey mustard, but nothing goes quite as well as Auntie Ant's pretzel. Whoa, big claims. Yeah, I don't know why. I want to start here. I want to start with the dips because this is the this is the, the more overwhelming flavor experience that you get when you're pairing something like this. And uh, right out of the gate, I will say I'm usually a mustard guy. Usually prefer mustard in just about any instance. Probably my favorite condiment. The honey mustard was underwhelming. This worked better with the cheese dip. Yes. And I, we talked about while we were eating it. I think it's it's not a very sharp mustard at all. No. There's very not like sweet to it. Very yeah. sweet. Which I find typically, you know, getting these, getting soft pretzel, uh, pretzels at like a restaurant, you're going to get a pretty spicy mustard typically. If you're going to a good place. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's not even a honey mustard. You'll get like a... a just like a, a brown mustard. Yes, please. That's what I would prefer. Uh, and, I, and I think that's important because the pretzel is is pretty plain. Uh, and you need, you kind of want an extra flavor there. And, I, and the honey mustard, I mean, it kind of just falls by. It doesn't really add all too much. It was also very thin. This was a thin... Yes. You know, liquidy sort of honey mustard it was it did not have that good viscous dip texture that you want it was drippy you know yes so they make some of their dips themselves like the cheese dip for example is an auntie Anne's branded little dish that you get ramekin ramekin their honey mustard is outsourced which they make no mention of on their website which is interesting no. I've I've been to multiple Auntie Ants, and I've mm-hmm. only ever seen them have this. As I think some of their sauces, we'll get to all their sauces in a little bit. Some of the other ones are also like this, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe that's regional. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Ken's Steakhouse Honey Mustard. Okay. Which, if you know anything about Ken's, a family-owned company. Which, for the sake of this podcast, I do not. Please explain. You're gonna see them. In the salad dressing aisle of the grocery store. So they make salad dressings. And this is their honey mustard dressing that you can get in a bottle at the store. 
That's all it is. It's just that and a little an old ramekin. It says honey mustard on it. Now this is interesting to me because this is a honey mustard dressing. Mm. And in my personal lived experience, mm. I find that things that are the things that are marketing themselves as honey mustard dressing dressings are different than things that are just honey mustards or honey mustard sauces. Mm-hmm. Typically, I find that if it's a dressing, it's a little more tame, and it's gen- it's usually a little bit thinner. Well, I feel like this opens up a range of topics because this extends far beyond the world of just honey mustard. True. This is a true conversation to be had about is there a difference between dressings and sauces? To me, the difference is that a dressing is for a salad, mostly. And you can do it with, you can use that with anything ever, put it on a sandwich, whatever. But it's typically thinner. And like I said, a little tamer. It's pretty. It's pretty plain, to be more conducive for salad. Right. This would be perfect on your salad, whereas a sauce is usually a little thicker. It's usually got a little more flavor, and that is more for dipping, or for putting on like you know a sandwich or something, where you want like a pretty powerful sauce as your condiment. If this makes sense. I will posit two alternatives to our listeners. I am curious about what people think if they want to write in. You can do that at our email address, <laughs> podfastfoodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on nice. social media, on our Instagrams. We're at podfastfoodcast and all those. I'm curious what people think. I'm going to offer two alternatives. One is, is that all dressings are sauces not all sauces or dressings that's one possible alternative no you said not all sauces or dressings are 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 not all dressings are sauces okay but not all sauces or dressings the other alternative which i've I, i i i've looked around online and I found this one where somebody says a sauce is something that requires cooking or heating to create, such as a bechamel sauce or a bolognese sauce, whereas a dressing is an uncooked mixture, such as vinaigrette salad dressing. Now, that's interesting. Yeah, interesting is an all right word to describe that. Well, and I, I don't know if I would just say that. This seems to be the more technical definition of these. And the reason why this is interesting is because they uh, offer some additional context where even though some people might refer to ketchup as, quote unquote, a tomato sauce, this still applies because you need to cook the tomatoes and the other ingredients to create the ketchup, even though you later on you're going to use a cold. I I think that there's something to that. I, I, I would imagine that this that makes sense as a more literal definition. Uncooked versus cooked. That makes sense to me. I mean, like, yeah. Barbecue sauce is cooked. Is it? Yes. You cook that on a stovetop. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm going to get you on this one. It's not... I... Okay. You're not not out to get me. I didn't even take a side. Episode one of this podcast, The Big Mac. I offered alternatives. The secret sauce. What is it? Thousand Island, a little bit of mayonnaise. So I guess, like, do you cook pickles? No. Yes. You pickle them. Exactly. Cooking. (laughs) 
Do you cook honey? The bees got to make it. No, that's not cooking. That, that's, that's cooking. What are they, no, it's what are they not. doing in there? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's can an you ingredient. Tell me, can you tell me with honey, a straight face that you know how bees make honey and is it cooking? Honey is not cooking. <laughs> that's not in it. That a cook, a Honey is an ingredient. Pickles you have to cook. <laughs> no, I'm joking about that. I did not say that I was taking a side here. I was, I was offering alternatives to the Fair definition enough. that you were laying out. I was not taking a side. Fair enough. That being said, <laughs> I might lean more towards they're all the same thing, which is disagreeing with both the internet and you. It's the same thing. Ken's honey mustard is kosher, gluten-free, no added MSG, no artificial flavors, and no synthetic colors. No MSG, boo. No added MSG, buddy. But that's what you want. You want to dump yeah. that stuff in. That's the good stuff. Right, let's talk about these pretzels. Okay. Auntie Ant's pretzels, you like them? I love them. Love them. I'm a huge fan. They're good. Oh, the th- okay. <laughs> the thing I always take away with Auntie Ant's, they're good. I've had better. Better soft pretzels from like yeah. a fair. Can I, okay, can I, can I be just like full on completely transparent and honest? Yes. When you told, when I was talking about them, you, the, you know, there are old men you having pretzel rods. Instead of, um, and then you said pretzel sticks. Yeah. I don't know why I never just like, and, and this won't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But I know I've said things like this a lot before. I had never like just made the connection that like when you get like pretzel sticks at like a normal like restaurant mm-hmm. or like if even like a, a pretty casual restaurant like an Applebee's. Yeah. That's the same thing essentially as what you get at Auntie Anne's. And I don't know why I never thought about that. Does this make sense? So what you're saying is, is that like you saw this as like a different cuisine altogether, like what they were I just doing. I just kind of, I just kind of think of Auntie Anne's as like their own thing. Huh? It's not. I'm not even trying to say that it is. I just kind of. That's how I always like think of it. I mean, it, well, we've talked about like sort of similar concepts before, where like Auntie Anne's is to the soft pretzel world what Taco Bell is to Tex-Mex, or. Yeah. Or what Pizza Hut or Little Caesars is to, to, to pizza. You know what I mean? What McDonald's is to burgers. Exactly. So in that sense, I can, I'm kind of with you in that like it is its own thing in that like they're the only ones doing on a national scale, on a global yeah. scale perhaps, a fast food pretzel. So in that way, like, yeah, I kind of do see where you're getting at, but, um, but dog... These are all pretzels. Yeah, they're definitely just pretzels. Yeah, anyway, you slice it. Th- th- them things, just pretzels. So I, I would definitely agree. Like, they're not doing it as good as, um, like, a fair or, like, mm-hmm. a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it pretty good. Yes, I agree. They're incredibly addicting. And this is kind of why I get the nuggets, because you can get a, you can get a bunch of them, big cup, and snack on them. And they're very addicting. They're very buttery. I mean, that's where I mean that's where it gets its that's that's its crowning jewel is the amount of butter they put onto these old guys. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. So I would say that my relationship with Auntie Anne's sort of ended when the reign of the mall sort of came to an end. Yeah. 
And I feel like when I was doing my mall going, I don't really remember them having pretzel nuggets back then. Or even I, sticks. I don't or, think they did. Or even sticks. I just don't even remember that. I don't oh, know. When I, I, stick. when I think of going to Auntie Anne's, I think of just getting a pretzel and walking around a mall with it and eating it as I go. That's what I think of. Beast. Here are some of my Auntie Anne's memories. Okay. Getting new glasses and getting the pretzel sticks. Nice. A couple, couple different times. Ooh, a few uh, times. Got Auntie Anne's once at Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was a good time? That was good. I enjoyed that. Carbo loading? They, they used to have on their menu uh, these the pretzel nuggets with a cheese filling. Whoa. That's intense. That, it was kind of a different cheese than the one that they, the dipping sauce that they sell. Uh-huh. That isn't there anymore, but that was good. They used to have a breakfast a breakfast sandwich with a pretzel bun. That was elite. Now, on those cheese-filled pretzels, would you go double cheese and dip the cheese-filled pretzels into the if cheese dip? If you ever dip? met me mm-hmm. before, yes, I did that. You would do that still. <laughs> Don't lie. You'd, yeah, you'd still that, do that. Oh, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I would still do that. Oh, you were doing a Mitch Hedberg I used to dip pretzels, uh, yeah. <laughs> cheese pretzels into cheese sauce. Uh, I used yes. to. I still do, but I used to, too. Uh, and those are some of my favorite Auntie Anne's memories. My favorite Auntie Anne's locations, though, because it's not just malls. No, it's not just but amusement parks. predominantly thought of as, as being yes. part of the mall experience. But yes, you're right. So recently, they've, they've added them to Walmarts. Interesting. Woo! Oh, so you're a fan. You're a fan. You know how Walmart rank rank your favorite Waltons. I love Wally World. Uh, Bill. Wow, harsh stance. Not putting Sam number one. He's the king. So every Walmart's got a subway. That was established a long time ago, and that's really important to brand identity. But it's kind of like those combination restaurants that are like off of highways. Mm-hmm. Where they they are operating in the same kitchen and next to each other, the the subway and the the Auntie Anne's, like that combination Taco uh, Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Yeah, I'm what? at the Taco Bell. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the combination uh, Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. What? Like the song? Like Dos Racist? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's awesome. So you can go to Walmart and get a, pre- a soft pretzel, or you can get an awesome sub sandwich. You got any memories of Go that? Eat fresh. You almost said have it your way. I did. Uh, not especially. Probably if I'm like an awesome action figure at Walmart. That's what I was. That's what I was goading you on for. I was like, yeah. you going to I Walmart? I don't, I don't have a good specific story. Uh huh. But um, probably finding like an epic find at Walmart mm-hmm. and getting a pretzel as a reward <laughs> for a job well done. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So here's something interesting. On Auntie Anne's website, they have a pairing list Mm -hmm. when you click into any of their items. So the original pretzel nuggets that we're reviewing here today, they say to try it with either their honey mustard dip, which is what we chose today, Mm -hmm. or their blue raspberry lemonade mixer. Now that's interesting. It is interesting. So they they paired like a long time ago with Alex's lemonade stand. 
mm-hmm. of Ellen fame. And um, they just started selling. They sell lemonade. It's kind of a big thing for them in these different lemonade ices and mixes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my favorite part about this awesome feature that it gives you these two pairings. Yeah. Is that for every single one, they give you a drink and then either dip or if it's or if it already is a dip, they give it, you know, a, a food option. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these are just lemonade, <laughs> which I think is funny. Hey, you should get some lemonade. I, I also like that for the pepperoni pretzel, they recommend Sprite. Is that the pepperoni pretzel nuggets? Yeah, well, it is for both. <laughs> okay. You should so, Sprite. So, That's yeah. the only one I could find that is just a, a branded drink, like a soft drink. <laughs> what, do, what do they say to pair with some of their different branded soft drinks? Excellent question. Uh, so while you're they looking that up. Oh. They don't have those marked down. Uh, I'll just quickly tell our listeners. So today we got the original pretzel nuggets. That's what we're reviewing today. They also do the cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets. And then on top of that, they do the aforementioned pepperoni pretzel nuggets. And then one more real quick. They don't list as under nuggets and they're, they, they're not call them nuggets either, but they do have mini pretzel dogs, which are essentially nuggets that have a, a hot dog also a little a little wiener stuck into them. Well, yeah. So there's another section on their menu. Their three main sections are their soft pretzels, self-explanatory, their pretzel nuggets, and then they also have a pretzel dogs section, which their standard, their original variants of those are a full-length hot dog wrapped in a pretzel. Yes. And then, yeah. So what you mentioned is dogs in a blanket, but they're pretzels instead of, you know, your typical... Yeah. Um, wrapping and, and well, come on, come on, you gotta read, buddy. These are Nathan's famous hot dogs. Oh, sorry, of Nathan's fame from uh-huh. Nathan's famous hot dogs. And uh, Nathan Cress, I think, is who that's named after from iCarly fame. A lot of brands on the Auntie Anne's website, conflicting brands. I mean, we've got Auntie Anne's, Coca Cola, Nathan's hot dogs. Right, did you know that Freddy from iCarly, played by Nathan Crest, did you know that Freddy and Carly from iCarly, did you know that they uh, are in love now and that they kissed in a new episode of the show? So what you can stop telling me is things that aren't canonical in, you know, the real timeline. Because that's true, I that's true. I don't, I don't like the, I don't watch that. I don't, that ain't for me. This, the iCarly sequel series, iCarly 2021, you don't watch that? Um, that's not the real sequel series, buddy. It's a separate divergence from the timeline, and what really happened, it happened in Sam and Cat. I am reading here that you've watched several episodes of that show. It's stalk in my watch history. I'm seeing here from a very elite source that uh, you've actually seen the first season of iCarly 2021. I, I want I, the whole time I've been really searching hard to figure things out about this website. Mm-hmm. They provide pairings for every drink besides Coca Cola products, uh-huh. and they also have a separate tab for Dr Pepper. And there's it doesn't have a pairing. Hmm. So I'm really sorry about this. That's okay. What did they say that you should pair with uh, their iced tea? Original pretzel nuggets. <laughs> this is kind of a great feature, but I don't. 
I'd like to know who did this. And I'm really curious as to if they actually did put thought into it. I think that this will serve as a great segue. So the founder of Auntie Anne's was a woman named Anne F. Uh, Byler. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Anne F. Byler. She's 74 years old. Do you think that she personally did that? Oh, uh, that's probably one of the tougher questions you've asked me in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Uh, did you know that uh, Anne F. Byler did not graduate from high school and she uh, left her studies after finishing the eighth grade because she was Amish? That's awesome. Did you know that in 2008 she delivered a speech at the 2008 Republican National Convention? Yeah, because I well, that actually that does kind of go with what I was about to say, which is that she serves on the board of directors for the Museum of the Bible, <laughs> affiliated with David Green, the founder of Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> what a dynamic duo! <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, did not know anything about this. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh. It's awesome specifically because you agree with all of their politics, right? No, I didn't, I just didn't know that David Green, founder of Hobby Lobby, was so uh, outspoken. <laughs> right. Did you know that uh, in 2013, both Anne and Auntie Anne's were featured on the reality TV series Food Court Wars? No, I didn't know that, dude. Whoa. Right. Did you know that there was a TV show called Food Court Wars? That's kind of an excellent name and idea. Do they? They should have like fought like food fight in the food court. I think that would have been a good way for that show to go. So the way that it works is that they put two teams of entrepreneurs in a shopping mall together, with the teams having to battle each other in order to win a food court restaurant of their own, rent free for a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's an alright premise. Uh, one week, uh, they did an episode titled Suck the Shuck versus Po' Boy. Oh. One week, they did an episode called Slum Dogs with a Z versus Pimento Jamaican. Oh. TV was awesome. Fat Shallot versus Glutton Force 5. Full Circle okay. Sliders versus Jonathan's Gravy Train. So this was just a really, this was just a really cool show. It aired from 20. 2012 to 2014 i um yeah i i i'm really i'm really upset that i never got to see it while it was new i feel like Millions i could have been a part of the zeitgeist mm, i'm i'm seeing one million viewers it seems like not millions okay buddy but if you add up every episode there's six episodes that's six million viewers do you think that these are all unique viewers <laughs> they yeah. retained zero members of their audience week to week <laughs> I'm kind of liking that these episodes aired nine years ago, and uh, to be announced on U.S. viewers for the last second season. <laughs> One of these days. One of these we'll days. We'll find out. Oh, did you know that Gordon Ramsay was an executive producer on that show? That cannot be true. What do you mean? He does all sorts of food-based TV shows. You think he's really, really hands-on with Food Court Wars? Yes, that was his. Uh, that was his pet project. <laughs> I just want. I, I as we've been talking about this, I've been just looking at pictures of uh, Anne, and so I'm. I've been. I'm coming to my conclusion that no, she did not by hand uh, pick all those parents. How come? It just. She doesn't seem like the type to me. You think she's fake? 
Yes. That she's not, that she's just like the behind the scenes business person, that she doesn't, she doesn't truly care about her pretzel empire. Correct. Damn, throwing the gauntlet down. She's not making the decisions anymore. Whoa. How come? Her heart's not in it anymore, dude. Her heart is with the Museum of the Bible. Wow. All right, right. So let's get down to it. What uh, what kind of rating are we going to give Auntie Anne's soft pretzel nuggets? Original soft pretzel nuggets. You don't get it twisted. Do get it twisted because they're pretzels. Oh man, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. Come on. I mean, I mean, mean, let's be honest. This is a classic for me. If you know me, if you know, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Five cheese sauces out of five. Care to elaborate? I just said, dude. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, you you just don't get to know. Now, this is uh, this is one of my favorite snacks. This is a mall staple. The mall is awesome. Mm. I love going there and, you know, hanging out. Let's go to the mall, like Robin Trubosky from How I Met Your Mother. I love Walmart. I love Subway. They put the, all those things together with Auntie Anne's. It's my go-to order. It's the best way to get that cheese sauce and that pretzel taste. Yeah. And this is a great offering. What, what kind of writing are you feeling? Um, I'm debating. I, I think I'm going to go four pretzels out of five. I, I'm going to do my own scale because we're doing a pretzel place. So I think I'm going to go four pretzels out of five personally. <laughs> um, um, you know what? Can I, yeah, I'd also do four pretzels. <laughs> over five cheese sauces out of five. That for the rating. Okay, so you're going to give it five cheese sauces out of five and four pretzels out of five. Because we forgot to talk. We didn't really talk about the cheese sauce. <laughs> So this is my way of telling you that I think the cheese sauce is looking the best part. It's awesome. <laughs> I agree. It probably is the best part of this equation. The, the pretzel bites themselves are good. I, I think that these are uh, uh, standard is how I would describe them. Yeah, You're right. They kind of lean more towards like the buttery, like the, the extra stuff. Uh, they put on them the salt, the butter on it. Like it's not quite as much about the the you know the pretzel itself you're right and because of that i see them as good solid i think for what they are they're very good at being the the fast foodified version of pretzels yeah and it would be hard for me to give even decent pretzels a low rating soft pretzels are tasty so mm-hmm. I, I i think that this is this is a hard one to get a lower score, which is why I'm going four out of five instead of where I'm kind of teetering between a three and a four. I'm going to, I'm going to go four pretzels out of five. Uh, and you know what, just for fun, I'll give it uh two cheese sauce packets, uh, additional ones. Uh, oh. yeah, because, uh, the re- my reasoning why is, is that we both got one of each one cheese, one honey mm. mustard, and I'm going to give it two additional cheese sauce packets. Uh, in addition to my four out of five ranking, because if I were to go again, I would only get cheese and I would not do honey mustard. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna toss in two that bonus, two bonus cheese sauces out of my four those, out of five. Those pretzels. aren't out of five. Those are just bonuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So four out of five pretzels is my rating, and then yeah. and then pop on two extra cheese sauces as a little nice, as a little nice, treat, man. as a little treat on the end. 
And that, because that's how I feel like you were saying, where like you were giving it five cheese sauces out of five, and then just tack four pretzels on there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the scoring system has to evolve as we grow, as we become different people. You know, the scoring system has to reflect that. Right. Yeah. I mean, we might mix it up someday. You know, you never know. Can't you keep it on your toes? Yeah. I'm going to give this 476 pretzels out of 500. Okay. Let's not do this ever again. No. I didn't like saying it either. Yeah, take that back, please. I don't do that sort of thing. Hey! I I don't do that sort of thing. I never apologize. (laughs) I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And I say I'm giving this 476 pretzels out of 500. Take it or leave it, pal. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm reading here that Auntie Anne's has over 600 600 international locations all over the world. Across Europe, United Kingdom, Asia, Cambodia, India, Malaysia, Philippines, Saudi Arabia... Okay. They've got some in Costa Rica, Trinidad and Tobago. Their plants start sh- stores in China. Ryan, if you could go to one international Auntie Anne's on this planet Earth, what country would you most like to visit an Auntie Anne's in? Yeah, this is interesting because as you were saying, you know, explaining your review, I was just thinking like, this is this is real comfort food for me, and I kind of yeah. like that it's in every mall and every Walmart. Yeah, because like no matter where I go, like Auntie Anne's is there. I've mm-hmm. had Auntie Anne's in, like, random malls in Ohio. Yeah. There's, like, some basically dead malls everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know. It's always pretty comforting. Uh, so this, this, is a great, this is a great question. South Korea. Interesting. You think that they would put, like, some unique sauces or something on their pretzels? That could, that could be interesting. Yeah, maybe, like, a... Because I, I do really like their spicy cheese sauce that they have mm-hmm. uh, on, on their, in their, you know, their, their Western menu. Maybe they have an interesting spicy sauce. Well, yeah, right. Did you want to quickly run down people through what their their sauce offerings are at Auntie Anne's? Sure. Yeah. They're dips, I guess they call them. Yeah, they're dips. That's funny. So they've got... <laughs> Where does dip factor in to the sauces dressing equation? Uh, they're all called dips. Yep. Cheese dip, which is the classic. Mm-hmm. They have a hot salsa cheese dip. Which is what you were uh, referring to, right? Yes, but I really like uh, it, it. It's it's got a good spice to it. It's got a great flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little chunky. I, I don't know. There's little bits of things in it. I don't really know what it is. Like peppers salsa. or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or salsa. Um, yeah. yeah, which I, I I like. It's not just like a spicy cheese. It's kind of got like some texture to it. Cool. Uh, they have a caramel dip, which. Some of these are more for their sweeter options because they've got all kinds of sweet stuff. They've got like the cinnamon sugar pretzels. They've got a raisin pretzel. Uh, what else? The the sweet almond pretzel. Mm-hmm. So they got some sweet options. So you kind of want to get like a caramel dip. They've got a sweet glaze dip. Mm-hmm. A light cream cheese dip, which is interesting. Which you could kind of do with either or. You could pair that with a sweet pretzel or a salty pretzel. It's true. That one. Uh, marinara dip, which is presumably mostly made for their, their pizza ones or pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then their honey mustard dip. 
Cool. But you, so if you were going there and you were getting this on your own accord, would you go with the hot salsa cheese dip? I got one cheese dip, one hot salsa cheese dip. I don't want the hot salsa for the whole thing. I think it's. I think it goes really good with the, um, the pretzel dogs. Okay. I think that's got that's got a great flavor, but uh, it, it is pretty strong. I don't like it for the whole pretzel or usually nuggets, so the whole batch of pretzel nuggets. So I kind of alternate. I was going to mention that. So if you're going pretzel nuggets, are you usually going two dips? Typically, I usually don't go through the whole hot salsa. Yeah, yeah. But I usually about I usually go about one and a half. Okay, yeah, because I would usually go with the standard pretzel, and usually for that I would just go with mustard. Yeah, and you usually get the pretzel nuggets is a great way to get more pretzel out of it. I'm sure that's for sharing purposes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like oh, the same I, thing I, is I'm like, that. just like the same thing is getting two pretzels is yeah. Oh, you, you're not supposed to just do that for one person. Oh, you're supposed to get two pretzels. Each person gets, I one. guess these aren't really supposed to be meals. No, but they cater. <laughs> no, I think of this as like, yeah, this is mm, like one pretzel is a, is a snack. Is that fair? Yeah. It's that's a, a pretzel sub- dog is a lot. That's pretty. The, the hot dog ones are kind of filling. Pretzel dog. That's that's kind of moving into meal territory. Well, that's a funny one because <laughs> just a basic plain hot dog on its own, just one. Uh-huh. That's almost that, yeah, a that's snack. Kind of, that's almost a snack. If you get the mini pretzel dogs by yourself, that's a lot of hot dog. That's a lot of bread. That oh, that's a ton. Mini pretzel dogs. That's like probably the most substantial one order you can get on this whole menu, right? Yeah, well, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, 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 but when when you combine the the two snacks of pretzel combined with hot dog, I feel like you're squarely in meal territory at that point. But yeah, yeah but I, I think of like one pretzel is like that's a that's a substantial snack, bordering. But it's on... a mall snack because you're walking around, dude. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So all in all, I think we're both. Pro Auntie Anne's, right? For sure. Yeah, we, we like what they're doing. I, I, I do. I have a soft spot for these mall places. Nostalgia for them, I might even say. Yeah. Uh, right. Did you know that uh, some of these uh, ones that we've mentioned, Cinnabon, Orange Julius, Auntie Anne's, did you know that they uh-huh. s- specifically would sometimes situate themselves in malls outside of the food courts in order to entice customers because of the smells because of the smells they would put them away from the food court to drive extra traffic towards them that's nuts yeah so the problem is that i did tell you that when we were discussing what we should do this week and i kind of spoiled that at that time I i gave you a more positive reaction i'm pretty sure yeah because you didn't know that did you i did not know that uh i was thought it was kind of just because I don't, I don't really know. I didn't have a good answer. Well, it's just one of those things you don't think about. But once when somebody mentions yeah. it, it's like, oh, interesting. That is, that is, you know what? That is interesting. Yeah. Rye, if we were to venture into food court food on a future app, what would you like to? Rye, Rye, what, what? If you're in a food court, right? Sabaro. Let's say it's got all the staples. You know, it's got Sabaro. It's got Panda Express. It's got all the aforementioned ones. Let's say it even has all our hot spots like Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, the like. It's got everything. Sabaro. 
You're going to Sabara. Which one would you go to? You, which one? If you're in a food yeah. court and you got every option. Oh, I'm answering the question. You're you're going to Sabara. I'm kind of I'm kind of in the mood for that right now. Oh, I see. Um, no, that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, you kind of ruined the question by saying all of the favorites are also there because then it's just like a what fast food place you're going to. Well, I mean, are you just going towards just what I'm in the mood for? You don't have like a standout favorite. I, I, I'm selling you, I do really like Sabaro Pizza, and I think that that's a great food court. You know, you can't really get that anywhere else. I agree. Here, here's what I would say. I guess we could say, and let's just remove all of the old favorites, but I almost included them in there to kind of make a point. I don't know if you felt this way, but I always felt this way back in the day, back in the day of the mall. Whenever we were at a food court, I would always want to go to the ones that you usually only find in food courts. I agree. Because that's you don't. Was, that's, that's where my answer came from. You don't get those anywhere else. I don't want to yeah. go to McDonald's at the food court. You can get McDonald's anywhere. It's on every street and corner. it's usually a, a worse McDonald's. Like sometimes they'll cut back the menu or something like that. Yes. Look yeah. Chick-fil-A wants no cheese sauce. Useless. Pathetic. Yeah. I, I usually don't get the cheese sauce. I usually get chicken. I don't either. <laughs> uh, but Sbarro? Sbarro is a good answer. Mm. That's good. That's good. Food court eats. Where would you go? <laughs> Buddy, like, where, where's my answer? Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah. No problem. Uh, I might go, go to Charlie's Steaks. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> But uh, no, I agree with you. I agree on Sabaro. Sabaro's a good answer. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. I do agree with that. What do you mean? No, I don't. <laughs> every time I've ever said, every, every, since we've been brothers, anytime yeah. I've ever said that I like Sabaro pizza, you said, ew. <laughs> I don't think Sabaro is as good as, say, like a good pizza place, but there is something to the novelty Nobody of Sabaro. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm explaining it. I'm saying there's something okay, to the enough. novelty of the Sabaro at the at the food court or, you know, at a airport or something like that. There's something yeah. to the novelty of the Sabaro that it's I a big slice. I appreciate. Yeah, way for people that aren't from New York City to do pizza by the slice. Yeah, so we can feel authentic and simultaneously incredibly not authentic and authentic all at the same time. That's Correct. the Sabaro promise. Okay, maybe we should do Sabaro in the future. I'd love to. Live from the food court. Well, that might be not good to sound. There's nobody in food courts anymore. Don't worry, it'll be dead silent. That's true. Uh, and last but not least, uh, what's your favorite store at malls? The Locker. What's yours, man? Electronics Boutique, EB Games. Gone. You know how games stop? They're all gone. <laughs> All, they're all gone. All the malls our, are gone. Malls are dead mall. as shit, bro. Our mall is pretty popping. Got rid of their GameStop, though. It doesn't sound popping to me. There's one down the street. That's why, but... That suck. They they became dead to me <laughs> once they got rid of the EB Games in the mall and changed it to a GameStop. That's when it died to me. Hey, welcome to EB Games. You were saying video... <laughs> What video? I mean, I've heard someone say that to me IRL. Yeah, it's kind of just like that. When I walked into an EB Games, I liked EB Games. Well. What about KB Toys? Before my time. I'm just saying, like, toy stores in general, I was just kind of opening. You're a big toy guy. I just thought I would 
open the conversation up. Toys R Us is in JCPenney now. What? Yeah. So take that for numbers. What the hell? Didn't Toys R Us Toys R Us go under? That never really means goodbye, does it? It did. Didn't they shut them all down? Yeah, the stores are gone, but there's now there's still one or two in like New York. Like Blockbuster? But not like Toys R Us New York. That actually got shut down. But like Blockbuster? Yeah. Now like there's the one Blockbuster and like that's like that's like family owned. Like these are like Toys R Us. Some rich guy owns them. Yeah. They put it. They 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 license the toy sections and like. You going? Penny. I've been. Oh, I meant to the existing Toys R Us brick and mortar stores. Uh, no, their their goal there is this. I don't know. if This is interesting. It uh, is. Was to create, it is. Was to create was to create like play experiences mm-hmm. to try to reinvent the toy store because people didn't want to just go. People just get their stuff off of Amazon and Walmart now, right? So it wasn't unique to have a toy store. So their idea was to like to create like you can come here and play with the toys. Kind of like the Lego stores. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think I think a part of it failed because it was COVID. And so they only they really had a good launch. So I mean five, ten years you can see toy stores, toys Toys R Us is coming back. Cause I do think that's a good idea. Personally. Hmm. hmm. Because that is that is a void. Kids don't want to buy their toys off of Amazon from Walmart, but they're so much cheaper, and it makes more way more sense. It's sad. It is. Kids want to go to the toy store, but toy store doesn't make as much sense for mom and dad. So they have to reincentivize it. You have to think outside of the bun. Support Toys R Us. Everybody go to your local JCPenney's or Macy's. You seemed unclear yeah, on that one. I really don't remember. They're the same <laughs> store. Well, one of them has Toys R Us and the other one doesn't, so. That's true. One's got Jeffrey the Giraffe. Did you like Jeffrey the Giraffe when he was like a real giraffe, or did you prefer him when he was a cartoon? I liked him when he became like an abstract cartoon. I think it's kind of funny. That was a, That was an action-packed episode. We had a lot to say about that one. We did. This one hit close to home for you. I love these pretzels, man. Loves these pretzels, man. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Podfast Foodcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. Any closing thoughts, Ryan? Mm-mm-mm, this cheese, man. That's my closing thought. Mm-mm-mm, this cheese, man. All right. Well, that's going to do it. We'll uh, see you guys next week. See ya.